Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today, we're talking about Virginia Benson, Carly's adoptive mother. Okay, so it says that she was on from 96 to 98. I do not remember her being on that long. She was not on the entire time. I couldn't really get the dates, but she debuted on July 5th, 1996. And then we saw her again in 1998, but it was only like okay. a few times in 2000 or 1996 and then a few times in 1998. So okay. a little deceiving on. That makes more sense because I'm like, dates. even if she was flying down there all the time, I don't remember seeing her no. that often. No. And that's the thing. Like a lot of these dates are, I, I feel like they should have like July 5th to September. Two. Yes. 1996. And then January 3rd to fe- February 11th, 1998. Yeah. But they don't. Oh, that, that was just two people on my family's birthdays, January 3rd and February 11th. Huh. Sorry. Random. February 11th. I did not pull out of anywhere. That's actually what they have listed. Mm-hmm. But the January 3rd, it's my baby sister's birthday. And then. Cynthia Watros played her in that flashback that we have talked about that where Joss played. Yes. Nell or not Nell, Carly and Valentine was Frank. Yep. So we've heard a lot about Virginia Benson recently and a lot of people on social media don't know that Bobby gave Carly up for adoption. Which is crazy because that was such a huge part of how they became mother-daughter. Right. So she was raised by Virginia Benson. And I feel like it was also mentioned a lot with the Nell story because they would talk about Frank Benson all the time. Yes. So, but whatever. You don't know it. 
we're going to fill you in. We're happy to tell you all about it. Because we fill us in when stuff we don't, with stuff we don't know too. Yep. So she was portrayed by Lois Nettleton from 1996 to 98, and then Cynthia Watchers in the flashback in 2020. So we're using General Hospital fandom, and then there's also the Carly Benson playlists from 1996 and 1998, but I actually pulled those videos and put them into a Virginia Benson playlist. So that will be in the show notes that you can watch, and I highly, 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 highly recommend it. And then go back and watch the Carly 1996 and 97 and 98 and get lost forever in a rabbit hole. Forever. But the background on fandom says that in 1995, Virginia lived with her adoptive daughter, daughter Caroline, aka Carly, in Jacksonville, Florida. However, we have heard several times that it was actually Fort Myer. And in the videos, it was mentioned that it was Fort yes. Myer. Virginia's husband, Frank, had left her before Carly was four years old. Carly tells Virginia that she got a job at the hospital, but turned them down because she doesn't want to spend her life where she grew up. Carly wants to find Frank and gets the 14 years of child payments he owes Virginia because he stopped paying child support. And the way that Carly explains it is like they were destitute then because, right? Like that was the impression that she was giving is... Right. They, they adopted up. Carly together, but whenever Frank left, he was like, nope, you're not really my kid, so I'm not going to pay child support. And because of that lack of support, they didn't have any money because Virginia worked like waitressing jobs and stuff. She didn't make enough money yep. for them to live wealthy. Although in the flashback, that's why <laughs> house that's the thing. didn't look like they were living too shabby. That's the thing. I think that most of this information of the quote background is from the flashback because then it says... Carly is told to contact a friend of Frank named Ken Richardson, who might know where Frank is living. Carly finds Frank in an apartment in Miami where she first meets him and her adoptive sister, Nell. However, in the original videos, that's, that's not Nell was how never a part of it. Not that Nell was never a part of it. Well, Carly didn't meet Nell. Right. It says Carly met Nell. No, but, but she didn't. In the Nell room. was like in the side. Yeah. However, in the videos, that's not really how, at one point, Virginia does say she thinks that she might have left to go find Frank, but she's really not sure. Okay. And yeah, we'll just, we'll get into all of, all of that. So let's get started in 1996. And I will just fill us in with the video stuff. I guess like a small, quick background that wasn't mentioned there. Lou, this is when Lulu was sick. Yes. I did watch that part and I was like, oh, I forgot. Yep. And Carly was already in Port Charles and had taken a test to see if she was a match. And Luke was trying to find a daughter that he helped Bobby give up for adoption. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time that that was ever mentioned, though. So, like, that was... Right. But that was also a pre-them even being on the show background. Mm-hmm. So, yes, did they rewrite history when they threw this in? Yes, but it was also not seen on the show history. Right. It's so, different whenever they rewrite something that we saw happen and we can be like, no, 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 no. When they add in something that would have happened, you know, in a whole different state or whatever. She was 16. Right. Exactly. We met Bobby when she was older. Yes. Yes. So I think, yeah, Bobby was older than Bobby 16. Bobby was older. Yeah. We just were told of her past. Right, right, yes. right. We never knew them when they lived in Florida. Yes. Only when they lived in Port Charles. 
Okay, so in 1996, Tony Jones catches Carly in a lie about her mother, Virginia. Do you want to know what the lie is? Okay. <laughs> we'll go through my first. So in episode 57 on the playlist at the... F- oh my, she has five minute oh, mark. I documented because we are going to be playing. Remember, we do not own rights to any of this. Thank you to the people who create these lists. Nisha loves GH. You are the bomb, girl, because she has the Carly playlists. So Luke found this private investigator who said this. All I know about is the mother. The one who adopted her. Yeah? What's her name? Where is she? Virginia Benson. She lives in uh, in Florida, in Fort Myers. With the kid? How do I know? She only came around once. You saw her? I got lucky. I was faking out the house. The daughter showed up looking for, uh, I don't know, tuition money, something. I couldn't hear. They had an argument. When the girl left, I followed her. Followed her where? No place. Someplace on the water. I talked to her exactly twice. She wouldn't even give me a name. But I, I gave you a sister's. Now, what more do you want? He's lying. So the private investigator, number one, found Virginia Benson. And yes. where? Fort Meyer. <laughs> oh, I spoke love to Carly writing. twice. Didn't even get her name. Gave Carly Bobby's name. Mm-hmm. And that's how she came to Port Charles. Very nice. But the lie that Tony caught her in was something was going on at the hospital. And Carly said to him, my mother always says, no one understands what another mother is going through like a mother. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. And he said, I thought you said your mother was dead. And she kind of backtracks and she's like, you know what? I, because it was so recently, you know, and now I'm living in a different state. Right. So it feels like I she's mean, just out sense. of town. I always talk does. about dead people in the past because the moment that you're remembering happened in real life. Right. So I don't know. I mean, yes, a lie, but no. Yeah. Tony, you're reading into a little too much. But, I mean, it turned out that you weren't, but at that time you were reading into stuff a little too much. Exactly. So Luke Spencer arrives at Carly's mother's store in Florida. He asks Virginia about her daughter and tells her about his own daughter, Lulu, which I thought it was cute that he says to her, I call her Lulu. I know I'm going to have to stop that before she's a teenager. I'm like, the whole world calls her Lulu. I wrote that down. <laughs> I'm like, that was the sweetest. <laughs> but he was pleading with Virginia to get the information on Caroline. On the daughter. Yes. Because Lulu was in the hospital sick. And that's, why didn't they just say that? Mm, I don't know. Virginia admits to him that she does not know where Caroline is. She gives him the last address that she has for her daughter. Luke fills his sister Bobby in on Caroline being raised by a single mother named Virginia. And Bobby wants Luke to tell her where she can find Virginia. Later, Bobby also visits Virginia in Florida. Okay. So when she says that she hasn't, doesn't know where Caroline is, she hadn't seen her for six months. They had lost their tempers. And then he asked, do you have any pictures of her? And the only picture that she had was from when Caroline was a little girl. Mm Mm-hmm. And she thinks that Caroline may have left to find Frank. So that is something that Virginia does say. So it does make sense for the flashback to be that fill in the gap of where right. she did go find Frank and then continued on north. I don't know. Right. Well, somewhere 
what point did she get the card about Bobby? So right. she wanted her money. And then when she couldn't get that, heck yeah, I'll go hit somebody else up. Yep. And then she had a game when she was little. It was the smiling game where she would smile at people and loved when they smiled back. But then she always got really sad when people didn't smile back at her. And she would ask Virginia, like, why don't people like me? Aww. Which I mean, as at any age, like that's sad. But like to have a child say that to you, like that's yeah. just uh, heartbreaking. And then the biggest thing in her life was her for her was to turn the head of someone who was looking the other way. The last address she had for her also mentioned Celia and Maureen. And Luke asked if they were roommates. And she said, not exactly. No clue who Celia and Maureen are, but. Did they work at Aunt Ruby's brothel? They were for Caroline. Oh, it was mentioned for Caroline. However, the names of the two women that were killed in the car accident with Reese were Jody and Lisa. Oh. So if Maureen and Celia are the friends that were also lost in that, they changed the names. Yeah. I don't know. I did not watch all of the videos. Yeah. But there was that. But then Luke started to ask more about, well, why don't you have pictures of your daughter? And Virginia said, well, okay, let's just all remember that this was not now. Right. No camera phones. Yeah. So she didn't have any pictures of Caroline when she came home from the hospital because she adopted her. Right. But she just didn't have any pictures of her. So Virginia cut out a picture out of the paper because I guess they used to put the pictures of all the newborn babies in the paper and gave it to her. And she would tell her stories about because she didn't know that she was adopted. Mm -hmm. She would tell her stories about, you know, her growing up. Mm -hmm. And then one day at school, they had a presentation on themselves and another little girl brought in the same exact photo, but it had like her name on it. Right. And so Carly went home and we're using Carly as Carly. Right. Again. Carly went home and burned all of the photos and was so mad because Aww. she did not know who she was. And as a teenager, she changed her name a lot. Virginia would start receiving calls for Jennifer, Kathy, Teresa, Andrea, and it was all these boys were calling her. Mm. And I think finally she said something. I don't know if I can't remember if the one guy showed up. And he said, oh, I must have the wrong house. And she said, well, who are you looking for? And I guess he described Carly and whatever. And she said, oh, I think that's my daughter. And he's like, well, she told me that her mother's dead. So Carly Caroline had been saying for a long time right. that her mother was dead. And then Luke asked for her to write down every name that she would have used, like that she, she knew had that she used, had used, right? any friends, any teachers, any jobs, anything that could help him locate her. And then the PI, whenever he came to that scene that we just watched, Carly saw him talking to Luke because oh. it was at the hospital and Sonny was also there. Yeah. So then she was in the elevator or he was getting the elevator and saw her because this is when she was a physical therapist. When right. She was studying to be a nurse at the hospital. Mm -hmm. She got real low, real close with Bobby during all of this. She got the private investigator to come back or she approached him, ran after him. I forget, but not like obvious ran after. Right. But he said, listen, this guy brought me here. Right. You know, blah, 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 blah. And she says, she starts talking about Sonny. She's like, that guy, Sonny Corinthos. 
I'm sleeping with his right hand guy because this is when she and Jason were hooking up mm-hmm. when he was dating Robin because he wasn't sleeping with Robin. Right. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to. I don't want to get too far ahead. Okay, I'm not. And I forgot. Forgot during all this time is when Steve Hardy died. Steve Hardy. And I didn't skip the videos. Oh no! And they kind of caught me. Well, because so there was Carly had just passed her exam, and she had been. I mean, I got a little bit caught up in the Carly Virginia or Carly Tony Bobby yeah. stuff, but. Carly finally passed her exam and was so excited about it. And that's when, and they saved Lulu because we had, okay, I did not get sidetracked. Yeah, I was going to say, oh my, we had two new people because at once. Is, She's going to be caught for days. Yep. Nope. Good, I did not even job. go there, but Audrey was giving a great speech about how they were all able to help Lulu. And then you see Tom Hardy come in and it was, do you remember Steve's death? Like how they announced his death? The entire thing was quiet. He came over and gave odd, like, and sat Audrey down on the chairs. Or no, the second that she saw Tom, she had a glass of champagne and she dropped the glass. And then he took her over to the chairs. Hi, sorry. We're doing a little Steve Hardy. <laughs> it's, it makes sense in this whole thing. And then he tells her and she's just like, no. And I think Tony was next and came over. And that's when they told Tony and then Tony went and told Bobby, but you don't hear anyone saying anything. You just see all of them learning about Steve's death. And Audrey just gets up and like walks down the hall. (laughs) And And Bobby was there and Monica and Alan. And I mean, it was just, and then, but then Carly's there and she goes to Jason and this is when they didn't know anything about each other other than they thought each other were attractive. Yeah. And she goes to him and she's like, I didn't really know him that well. Because I think she said something about how she had a big day and he he kind of was sounding like, you can tell me about it, but you don't have to. Right. Because he's like, we've talked about kind of keeping this casual and not knowing anything. And she said, well, here's the deal. I work at the hospital. So that's something about me. Right. Like I passed this test. I was so excited. And she actually felt bad for feeling that way. Cause she's like, Steve Hardy died. And I don't think that she knew that he was, I don't know. There was a whole lot that I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell what they knew about each other yet. Okay. But so she was sharing that and she's like, I just really wanted to be able to celebrate. And then this happens. And she's like, and I didn't know him very well. And I feel bad for everyone's loss. She's like, but I just wanted to be able to celebrate that yeah. this I passed. But, well, she cheated. She stole the exam. Not surprised. She there. got 100%. Come on. Right. No one gets 100% on a test. <laughs> Shannon's looking all around because she got 100% all the time. She's the one that messed up the curve. I actually did have one class that my teacher stopped counting my grades towards the curve, <laughs> which I appreciated. Because okay. I felt bad that a I kept huge, <laughs> important tests like this for medical no. stuff. No. It is highly unlikely that you get a perfect, perfect score. I did get in the mid nineties though on my, both of my real estate exams well, on the funny. national and state. Yeah. Good job. I was very happy with that. I'm sure you were. I had a really good teacher. So <laughs> anyway, so I thought that that was not funny, but it was, it is because she didn't just sleep with Jason once. Like they right. had oh, an no, ongoing was, uh, yeah. thing. Okay. But that's all that they say for like 1996. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Yes. So then Bobby had gone down and visited with Virginia 
Virginia was very hesitant to talk to her. And she said, what, you know, what, what else do you guys want from me? Because like your brother came down and wanted my daughter for her bone bone marrow. marrow. Right. And Bobby said, I just want to meet the woman who loved my daughter or loves my daughter. Yeah. And so they actually, they had a really, really nice visit. And then she went back to Port Charles and she told Luke about the fact that she saw Virginia and asks for Luke to go find Caroline again. This time, obviously, without having to worry about all the stuff with Lulu. Right. This line. Okay. I couldn't find the video and I did not get sidetracked. Good job. Wait a second. Hold on. Oh, because during all this time, too, is when when she was in Florida getting to know Virginia is when Carly started hooking up with Tony. Oops. So then, long story short, Bobby and Tony got divorced. She turned around and started dating Stefan Cassadine, and they actually got married. And it says that, when did I write this note? Shoot. Okay, so back to when Luke was visiting. I didn't put these in order. Shoot. Back when Luke was visiting with Virginia, before we get into all that. Mm-hmm. Caroline loved to ride horses and showed a friend's horse, Cinnamon. Oh. That was Reese's. Yeah. Horse. Horse. Luke also did a horrible impersonation of Robert because, nope, nope. Okay. Nope. I'm right. I'm on the right. I'm in the right place. (laughs) So Bobby's husband, Stefan Cassadine, found out that Carly was her daughter and wants to know about Virginia. That line I could not find. And I did not go deep diving about any of it. Because Stefan is just great. But then it says, Carly places a call to a surprised Virginia. She called from the cabin as Tony was going out to do something real quick. She called and you just hear her saying something like, Mama, I'm okay, and all this stuff. And then I think it was Virginia called Bobby and said, I just got a call from her. And I think they said, like, if you hear from her again or whatever. So then she calls again. And then... Virginia called Bobby. Luke was at the house and the answering machine picked up (laughs) and Virginia said, and she was actually being very diplomatic about it and said that, see, that's where I don't think that these happened in the right order because she wasn't married to Safan yet because he was at Bobby and Tony's house. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I think they rushed them getting married. They did, but I can't remember because I thought that Luke was there and I thought he was saying Tony, Bobby, but I could be just thinking that he said Bobby. And Virginia calls and says, hey, Bobby, it's Virginia. I just heard from our friend. And Luke picks up and says, well, did you get the phone number she called from or something like that? Because this was also pre-caller ID, I think. Uh But he got the phone number from her. And so he called it and it was the Outback. Okay. Then he called the police station and did a horrible impersonation of Robert to get them (laughs) to trace the call and to find out where it came from. Oh, maybe it was the other way around. Maybe it was he found it or she said, yes, Virginia said that she called. I guess Luke had her line traced from Florida. And then he found out that the phone number was the Outback. That would make sense. And he was like, wait, what? So then he flew down to Virginia. Nope. He flew down to Florida to see Virginia, to see Virginia. (laughs) After he learned that she got another call from Caroline, he traces the call and learned that she called from Port Charles, specifically the Outback. So Luke goes back, tells Virginia that Caroline called from Port Charles and she finds more pictures because the reason that she had called was because she left a box of stuff in her basement. And she's like, I didn't realize that she left a box. I thought she had destroyed absolutely everything. Yeah. 
So they found a yearbook because Luke's looking through all these photos and he said, there's a lot of like similar girls in here. Like are any of them her? And she said, no, she didn't really take a lot of pictures, but Luke noticed that there was one girl in all the pictures and Virginia said, Caroline passed a special exam and was bused to Kennedy high school. Ah, And a lot of her friends did not go to high school with her. So Virginia had not seen them in years because he's like, do you know any of these girls? Do you still talk to them? Because okay. again, remember, Carly was like 21, 22. Right. You're still pretty good chance of talking to high school friends. Right. So then Luke noticed that a girl in all the pictures and all the pictures looked similar. That's Reese. That's Carly Roberts. Ah. And Virginia said that they were inseparable from kindergarten to junior year. That's when Reese moved. Carly Roberts is Reese. <laughs> but that's when they moved. Caroline took a test to go to Kennedy to be with Carly Roberts. Then Carly died in an accident at 16. Mr. Roberts sold cinnamon and Caroline would not learn how to drive. Because she was scared. Yeah. And it was soon after that, that the phone calls with the names started. Her grades started to drop. And Virginia said, actually, Carly wasn't very good at school. So she, it's almost like she was starting to assume her identity at that point. Okay. And she couldn't, and Luke was looking in the class photo and she said, no, for some reason, she just never wanted to be in the class photos, but you know what? And she flipped through and there was like a random candid shot mm -hmm. and there was the picture of Caroline and it was Carly. the person that he knew was Carl. So then basically when Luke was going to tell Bobby, when he came back, that was also the night that Bobby walked in on Tony and Carly in oh. the cabin. So when Luke showed up to Bobby's, she threw a present. Oh, it was their anniversary too. It was Bobby and Bobby Tony's, Tony's anniversary. Yeah. And she threw a present at the wall and Luke's like, I think you were expecting somebody else. And she told him everything. So therefore he decided to tell Bobby that his daughter, her daughter died mm -hmm. when she was 16 in a car accident. She was hit by a drunk driver in her convertible, Bobby's like, but Virginia said that she heard from her and she's, he said, you know what? She's crazy. Old she's emotioning. Well, no, I feel like that's grief. I mean, he's making all of this up anyway, right. but he's basically saying, no, she's really, really struggling with that and having talked to you, you know, she's kind of right. So he's making it sound like Virginia is not of sound mind and is imagining still talking to her because he could not tell his sister, by the way, that's your daughter that you just walked in on having sex with your husband. I don't know why that'd be hard to tell them. <laughs> so for two, for at least another year and a half. Right. She doesn't know who that is. She doesn't. So in, in short, we learned about Wiley pretty darn quickly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, and that PI found her when she lived in Pensacola. That was the, that's where he lived. Oh, okay. Okay. So then we can go on to 1998. All right. In 1998, Carly tells Bobby about her past and Virginia, who is now in Port Charles, introduces her daughter, Carly, to Bobby. This was so good. We are going to watch it. We are going to listen to it because this was like right after she had Michael. I should have had these better queued up. Okay. Hold on. Oh, Caroline, sweetheart, what are you doing here? Um, I'll tell you all about it, Mama, but we have to go. Go, go where? No, what? How did you know where to find me? I'll explain everything later once we're out of here. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, Caroline. No, no, I, I, I know we, I know we never discussed your mother. You Not now, mother, Mama. Yes, no. Caroline Benson, you listen to me. I, 
your birth mother is, is a woman named Barbara Jones, and she's right, she's right here. This is Barbara. This is Caroline. Carly had just tried to tell Bobby that she was her daughter, and she's like, nah, -uh, you're lying. They're staring at each other in that way. Virginia, why did you come to Port Charles? To see you. Barbara, what's going on? Did Carly send for you? Carly? Carly Roberts. That's what she calls herself. Oh, Caroline, no. I told you I'll explain everything later. No, you'll explain everything right now, and I'll be listening to make sure you keep the facts straight. Well, would someone please tell me what's what's going on here? I mean, like how, how do you two know each other? Your daughter introduced us two years ago. Two years? You, you've been here all that time? Did you find out that Barbara was your mother? Somehow. She decided to ruin my life. Are you finished? I'm not even started. Who's the real Carly Roberts? Excuse me? Virginia, the name obviously meant something to you. Has Caroline used it before? Because you told me that once. You said that she sometimes called herself by different names. Gee, it's too bad I didn't ask for a list of aliases when I had the chance. Uh, but, but she never... Oh, oh, Caroline, I would have thought you'd have more respect for... Why? Because Carly Roberts is dead? She died in a car accident when she was 17 years old, and she was my best friend. She was young, and she was fun, and then she was gone. And I missed her. So you decided to steal her name? She has quite a pattern with you, isn't it? You just admire someone so much you help yourself to everything they have. Will someone please explain... What's going on? Last chance, Carly. Do you want to tell her or shall I? I love how Tony's just drinking in the right. background. He's like, I'll just stand here. It's like he does a shot every time he's, she says Carly. And Edward and Monica are there. Found me when I was in Pensacola and told me that my birth mother was looking for me. A Miss Barbara Jones. Rich doctor's wife living in upstate New York with her little boy and a house in her name, right? So, so naturally I decided to go and see if all the stories I had told myself were true, that, that she would know me the minute she looked into my eyes. But she didn't. She didn't. And a matter of fact, she really didn't notice me at all. She was too busy with her work and her son that she had adopted. Because I thought, of course, you know, she'd rather have any child than me. <laughs> anyway, my mother didn't know me. She gave me plenty of time to get to know her. So I, I volunteered at the hospital where she was working until I got a job there. And... I did everything that I could to make Bobby my friend. I thought about telling her the truth, but I didn't think she'd care. And then after a while, I just didn't want to tell her anyway. Why not? Because by then she decided to steal her mother's husband. 
stares all around. So one thing I forgot to mention was that after Luke told Bobby that his her daughter died, he went to Caroline and called her out on everything. And he told her, she will not know. You will not tell her. Right. You are dead. You are now Carly Roberts. Caroline is dead. Mm-hmm. And that's how it stayed until 1998 when all that came out. And that was because I, I don't know why Virginia was up there to see Bobby. I forget. I just have a problem with the way that Tony is standing there like, she stole her husband. It takes two to tango, well, Tony. Like, I understand that she was after him, like, relentlessly. But at the end of the day, you can still say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't we don't need to make it just about the women here. Come on, no? Nope. So, Virginia shames Carly for trying to destroy Bobby's life, and then Virginia is shocked to find out from Tony Jones, Bobby's ex-husband, that Virginia has a grandson, Michael. Gloria for revenge against her mother. Don't flatter yourself, please. You know what? For about five minutes, it might have seemed a little exciting to flirt with Bobby's husband, but that's all the time you needed to ditch your wife and your kid. There you go. I was on my way out of town. I was ready to leave when he stopped me. Try to keep your audience straight. You're not telling this story to me. You're telling it to your mother. Right. So right. Position you never wanted and obviously still don't. Okay, I knew Bobby was my birth mother, and I knew Tony was her husband, and I slept with him anyway. I ruined her life. That's it. That's everything. Can we go now? Wait a minute, what about Michael? Or have you forgotten about him already? You shut your mouth! My mother is a stranger here. She has nothing to do with this. Do you mind if I tell her one thing, just one thing? Without the whole world listening? You're right about one thing. Virginia didn't ask for any of this. Virginia, I'm sorry. I know you came here with the very best of intentions, and I, I feel very badly about blindsiding you. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm the one who should... I, I mean, after all, I raised her. But better than this. I promise you, Barbara. Better than this. Carly has always done exactly as she wanted right down the line. Neither one of us is to blame for that. Um, the real Carly, she died in a car accident. Was it by any chance a drunk driver in a convertible? Yes. Why? Good luck, Virginia. Bye. Um, Edward's got my a suite up here. And there's an extra room if... Bam, 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 bam. Thanks. But, um... Right now, there is somebody that I need to see. Uh, look, I know the snow stopped and you're starting to clear the roads, but still, it's a bad night Monica, to drive. Thank you. Thank you very much. I will be fine. She's a good woman. You could have fooled me. Not another word out of you, Caroline. She came to my house and listened to everything I could remember about your childhood. She wanted to know you. Huh. How 
How on earth could you set out to break her heart? I mean, if, if you didn't have enough growing up, well, you had more than most. And enough not to not to be as angry as you are, as, as bitter as covetous. I mean, that, that woman would have loved you if you had given her any kind of chance at all. And instead, you, you, you tried to ruin her life. She still has her house and her son. So she doesn't have her husband anymore. You know what? She should be grateful to me, okay? Tony was just as judgmental of her as he was of me. I didn't hear her thanking you. And, and, and uh, after what Frank did to us, how could you ask a man to leave his family? It was Tony's idea. Mom, he was looking for an excuse to end his marriage. Hello. It happened to be me. Why is that my fault? It's a lie. That's an unfortunate habit she has, Virginia, but I'm sure you know that. You know, whatever my daughter's faults, she can't, she can't be held responsible for the, the behavior of a grown man twice her age. Oh, and, and who, who is this, this, this Michael? Is he married to? <laughs> Michael's her son. You know the baby that you've been admiring in here? That's your grandson, Virginia. Mama, can we go home now? Where would I be? I live in a penthouse. Actually, it's so beautiful. It's like a dream. And Michael is a beautiful, healthy baby. And his father, you're just going to love him. He's like the best person. And I know he'll love you. Why are you telling me this? Because... Oh, don't you see that it all worked out? I mean, all those terrible things that they made me tell you, they're done. They're gone. I don't have that hanging over my head anymore. Do you take any responsibility for what you've done to these people? To me? I know what I did was wrong. You destroyed a marriage. You deceived me about, about existence, my grandchild. You just, but all these years you've been lying. You think it's fixed? Because one night you told the truth? Yeah, tell her, Virginia. Not that she's going to understand. I don't think guilty is a word in college vocabulary. And what could she fix even if she could? Is she going to fix my life or yours? Go back in time and unmake that baby she's bragging about? Incidentally, she abandoned that baby in ICU when, it had, when the little thing had a heart defect, left it in the care of the father, which I guess, according to Carly's standards, a good guy, but to the rest of us, he's a gun-packing gangster. Carly felt comfortable enough to leave that child her child, your grandson, alone with him for almost a month. Michael, he's strong and healthy. And you hate that because he is living proof that Jason is a hundred times the man you will ever be. Well, too bad you didn't realize that before you convinced me to leave my wife. Do you even hear what a fool you're making of yourself? I mean, come on, poor innocent Tony. Led astray by a woman young enough to be his daughter. Step daughter. 
mean, as long as there's some other word to call you besides tramp, like you hear this? Do you hear that? I mean, that's the man. That's the man I took away from Bobby. You want to tell me again what a horrible thing I did to her? <laughs> Come to think of it, maybe I did want Bobby's life. It's the only thing I can think of that would make me attracted to a bitter, pathetic, middle-aged loser like you. Caroline! No, you know what? Don't you dare! Do not take his side against me. Your little pal, Bobby, and her devoted husband over here have done nothing but treat me like dirt since the day I arrived here. Maybe I hurt them. Maybe I did, Mama, but they hurt me too. So for once in your life, don't assume that everything is my fault. When have I ever? When have always, I ever? Always, always, since the day Frank walked out the door. Oh. You blame me for that, and you blame me for everything else ever oh since. And, and now you're going to take the word of, of, of two total strangers against your own daughter? No, no, I, I just only met Tony, and from what you've all said about him, I don't like him. But, but Barbara is, is a... A, 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 a fine, honest woman. And she's right. You, 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 we, just neither one of us is to blame for what, for what you have made out of your life. I, oh, well, that's just fine, then. You just go. You go. You never stood up for me before. Why should I expect you to now? You! You ever come near me again, and Jason will... Are you all right? Mama? You stay away from her! Get away from her! Mama, are you... Mama, are you... Call 911. Call, call 911. Mama, you take. Mama. Okay. <laughs> that was the longest that we've really ever, like, listened, watched a clip, but I feel like. Yeah, I feel like you can scroll down now because that all told that. Okay, so the write up says In 1998, Carly tells Bobby about her past, and Virginia, who is now in Port Charles, introduces her daughter Carly to Bobby. Bobby realizes that Carly was telling the truth and accuses Carly of sending for Virginia. As Virginia is confused by this, Carly admits she came to Port Charles two years ago to find Bobby. Virginia shames Carly for trying to destroy Bobby's life, and then Virginia is shocked to find out from Tony Jones, Bobby's ex-husband, that Virginia has a grandson, Michael. Carly and Virginia move to a private table, and Carly tells Virginia how great her life is now and that Virginia will like the baby's father, Jason. Carly promises that there will be no more lies now that the truth is out. Virginia can't believe it will be that easy to forgive Carly after two years, and she wants to know if Carly will take any responsibility for her actions. Tony walks up and tells Virginia about Michael's heart defect, how Carly abandoned him in the ICU for almost a month with Jason, who most people consider a criminal. Tony calls Carly a tramp, and Carly explains to Virginia that this is the man she took away from Bobby. She treated Tony and Bobby bad, but they did the same to her. No, they didn't. Tony opened up a savings account to pay her tuition yeah. without Bobby's permission. Right. And then she used the money for something else. Right. Carly wants Virginia to take her side since Carly's adoptive father, Frank Benson, walked out on Virginia. She blamed Carly for him leaving and everything else bad that happened in their life. Carly can't believe that Virginia would take the word, would take the word of two strangers over her daughter. Virginia says that she doesn't like Tony, but she does like Bobby. Carly yells at Virginia to just go and starts to threaten Tony with Jason. Virginia collapses and is taken to General Hospital. By the time Carly gets there, she is told that Virginia had a stroke back in Florida and wasn't keeping up on her medicine. She just had a second stroke and died soon after. 
I mean, that write up, what we just listened to is so much more in depth. Yeah. Not just in depth. I mean, you need the, the emotions with it. And when Carly did go to the hospital, Monica said, you know, you're going to have to go in. And that's how Carly found out was from Monica that, uh, Virginia had passed the entire, she was entirely covered. So she wasn't laying there with mm-hmm. the sheet or like, you know, like, yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't tell who it was. Her. Right. And she starts crying, promising that she will be good and how Virginia always overlooked all the bad things about her and how she never thanked her. And that's where I got my thought of what if she is Peyton. That would be really interesting. But then, so when Bobby told Monica, I know I'm going like on a little side. When Moni- when Bobby told Monica she had to leave to go see somebody else, she went immediately to Stefan. I thought she was going to, to go Luke. to Luke. So she went to Stefan and asked, did you know that Bobby was my, or Carly was my daughter? He said that he found out when he had a complete background check done before they were married and he didn't tell her because it would have hurt her without purpose. Very polite of you to do Stefan. Then she's like, so what now? You just feel like having that over my head now that we're divorced. And he said that it was a weapon that he didn't need. And he lets Bobby know that Luke greatly exaggerated the death of her daughter, aka letting her know Luke knew. Right. And then Stefan had asked Luke about it because he had Luke followed the last time they went to Florida to get that yearbook. Okay. Saw Luke talking with Virginia. And then Bobby asked Stefan, if he was who told her, because somebody told her to go to the cabin and she was like, were you the one that made it so that I was told to go to the cabin the night that Carly and Tony were there? And he said that it is in his practice to turn existing situations to his advantage. I like that. <laughs> and then she goes to confront Luke. He comes in and the entire room is dark and she's sitting in the dark. And then he says, oh, Bar- Barbara Jean. And she goes, Lucky's dead. And then it cuts to commercial and then it comes back and she's like, how does it feel? And he knew exactly right. what he's like, who told you? Was it Jason? So oh, then no. she's getting all mad because she's like, how many people do that? I didn't. And Luke asked if she would have wanted it, if she would have wanted her to find out like the day that he found out. And he said, you needed to know that she was psychotic and not because you gave her up. Right. That's so, valid. Yeah. So that was it i could not i did go i tried to go on a little bit of a tiny branch i don't know couldn't find where jason bought the gravestone or anything because the way that they had it they mentioned it Mm -hmm. didn't it sound like he bought it while carly was away yes okay so and fair enough that might have happened you know didn't make it to the right up i just didn't get it there i just didn't get there either and then it mentions that on september 20th 2022 carly visits virginia's grave at the jacksonville cemetery even though she belongs to fort myers finds out that peyton honeycutt wants to have the cemetery dug up to provide beach access and that is virginia benson well part one because maybe she's alive carly has said to her so many times that she's sorry and she's gonna do better and then she doesn't like we saw it when she was alive there's another time that she visited her at the gravesite and said all of that same stuff. And mm-hmm. now she just said it recently. So yep. sing a new tune, Carly. Yep. But uh, so let's see what happened this week. <laughs>
maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. It's a 50-50 shot. Either way. It's a good gamble. 50-50. So join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.